If you're new to the readiness space, this might be a little hard to understand, but those who have been preparing for a while will know what I'm talking about. Do you ever feel blah? I mean, unmotivated. Hey, this is episode 755 of the Ready Your Future podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you prepare for a better future. It comes down to loving your people, getting prepared, and living free. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, and this podcast is usually an audible version with some commentary of articles that can help you get ready for a better future. All article links and show information can be found in the show notes. Hey, are you looking to up your preparedness knowledge? Don't spend time bouncing around the internet for the best preparedness content. Instead, sign up for the top preparedness articles and get them right in your email. For $5 a month, you can get the top preparedness articles from around the internet sent to your email weekly. You can choose to read them or drop them in the Pocket app and have them read to you as you go about your day. The Buy Me a Coffee link to the top preparedness articles is in the show notes. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode. Hey, uh, before I get started, I wanted to thank everyone who has purchased one of the Team Noah The Rain Is Coming t-shirts from Amazon, from my Amazon link. Greatly appreciate that. That was a, that was a t-shirt that I created, and uh, I've bought a couple of them myself, but I appreciate those that have purchased uh, as well. And so uh, if you purchased it, man, just let me know. Uh, send me an email about that. And I I have a new email right now. I, I guess it's a temporary one, but really, I don't know. It might be a new one. Um, there's been a little bit of frustration this last week or a couple of different things, right? So the first, I didn't wind up doing an episode last week because I spent a little bit of time outside. And maybe I'll get to that here uh, in, in, in the podcast episode, I, I don't, I don't think I really wrote it down in my notes, but I'll, maybe I'll get to it. Um, I spent a little bit of time last week, last Saturday working outside in the yard. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's soaking up all the, the, the Houston junk. I started, my throat started hurting Saturday night and it was really hurting, really burning. And so I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to try to save it for after, for church. And then, you know, afterwards I'll do the episode, uh, after church, and then uh, it just hurt, and I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to wind up doing an episode, and I hated doing that because I really feel like being consistent is one of the most important things, you know, when you're putting out articles or podcasts or videos or whatever you're doing. So I really hated doing that. So I'm like, okay, I'll try to make it up this week, you know, during the weekly podcast, right, doing the prepvotional. Well, that didn't happen either. Uh, we had a lot of rain, a lot of things going on, a lot of balls up in the air. And so, you know, the mind's kind of going all over the place. And uh, there's been times where I just forget to take my recorder with me in, in my truck. So I was all over the place this week, which really kind of le leads to this podcast episode. And really kind of speaking from, uh, I don't know, speaking from my quote unquote heart here uh, from, I guess, where I've been the, the last week. And then to top it off, you know, the website has been down. It's been down for a whole week, uh, actually longer than a week. And to make matters worse, my email is attached to the hosting. So I don't get any emails. If anybody is sending me emails, they're probably coming back or they're bouncing or whatever. And uh, it's such a pain to be dealing with this. And so when I sold uh, Prepper website, I went, I had a, um, a hosting uh, platform, I guess, that I, that I had purchased. It was kind of like a lifetime type deal. And I got enough space. I got enough uh, 
you know, bandwidth, all that good stuff. I actually bought like, a, you know, I stacked it so that I could have more. And it was, it's been pretty reliable for another website that I have, right? The, the alt news press, which is kind of like just an aggregator. It's not something that I, I, I work on. It just kind of runs on its own, but it's an aggregator of news sites. If you, you know, alternative news sites, if you wanted to go and, and just kind of, uh, you know, find what's going on. And it's just really, you know, it just kind of runs by itself. I don't really mess with it. But since I started Ready Your Future, uh, I, in fact, one of the reasons why I didn't completely launch Ready Your Future right off the bat was because the hosting was down for the whole business, right? And that was a red flag. I mean, that should have been, shouldn't happen, especially when you're, you know, uh, a new business. I guess they're not too, too new. But anyway, yeah, I, never, I hadn't experienced any of that with the other website for like two years. So I'm like, okay, this is, you know, this, this should work. And it's lifetime. I've already paid for it, you know. And the other thing is like money is not coming in, you know, for, your prepper website was the, the website that would bring in money, right? And so that I always felt it was important to not dig into my own personal finances to be able to do all of this. I wanted it to pay for itself. So I moved over to this one, to this hosting that I had already purchased. And then of course, you know, I think it was July um, that that everything kind of went, or maybe it was June. I don't even know uh, when it kind of went off and it took about a week and a half for it to come back. All right. So it came back and then I started, you know, loading up uh, Ready Your Future and all those good things. And everything's been pretty good up until this last week when it went down again. And so like everything went down. So I think they were hacked or something like that. You would have thought that after this, the last one that they wouldn't have this issue again, but they did. And so people are ripping them, uh, you know, in, in order to get information, they're not communicating with the people, which is not a good sign, you know, when a company is not communicating with you at all. And so I went to Facebook to see if they had a Facebook page and they do. And people are ripping them left and right and and uh, all these different kinds of things. I just want it to come back up so that I can grab my stuff and, and maybe move it to another hosting site. But anyway, um, that's kind of what I've been dealing with, you know, this last week. And, you know, every so often I'm going, I'm like, OK, is it back up? You know, is there any news? Is there any updates? And, and nothing. So it's driving me nuts. In the meantime, I opened up a, a Proton Mail account. So just to be able to have email and really to communicate with the email group because I wasn't getting emails because, I mean, my email is down. And so uh, I, I opened up a, a ProtonMail account at readyyourfuture at protonmail.com. And I got to tell you, I really do like the interface of ProtonMail. And they have a way to incorporate your like a domain name. So if I wanted to go back to like Todd at readyyourfuture.com, I could use ProtonMail. And they're supposed to be encrypted and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I really, I don't know, I might, I might wind up staying with them. I don't know, but I really like the interface and, and how it all works out. And so if you're looking for a, a decent, and the other thing is, is that I didn't realize they had, like for those that are familiar with Google Drive, where basically cloud storage for files and documents and different things like that, they have that, they have their own version of that in ProtonMail and it's in beta right now, but they have their own version of that. I was like, okay, well, that's kind of cool. And, uh, you know, so I don't know, uh, the paid version of it is just as much, and it's not a lot of money, just as much as you would get if you were using Google Drive. So anyway, I'm, I'm going to explore that a little bit more and uh, see if that's something I want to stick with, but kind of been dealing with that and, and then just 
on top, you know, just feeling blah, right? Very unmotivated. And I've got things that I could be doing. You know, I come home from, from work and there's plenty of things that I can be doing on the weekends that I could be doing around the house, things that I need to do. And you just, you feel like blah, you feel unmotivated. You don't want to do anything. You just want to sit down and you just want to just chill. And I hate that feeling. I hate when I get like that because it's, uh, you just don't feel very productive. You don't feel like you're doing anything worth value when you reflect backwards. Now, during the time you're like, okay, I need to rest. I need to chill. I need to, you know, just uh, relax a little bit. But then when you look back, it's like, man, I really missed that opportunity or I could have taken care of this or I could have taken care of that. Now I've got to really, you know, it's all stacking up on me. And so you start feeling all those kinds of things when you when you are feeling this blah feeling, you know, some people can stay in it for a very, very long time. It doesn't help that there's a lot of balls in the air at work. You know, it's like one of the you're juggling all these balls. You have all or plates or whatever, you know. It's like, okay, which one needs, you know, which one is crying for attention the most? And so you go and you kind of deal with that. But then you have these five other things that are crying for attention. It's like all, all happening all at once. And so all these balls in the air. And again, you come home and you just don't want to do anything, you know. Uh, the other day, so my wife called me Friday. She was going out with a, with a friend. And so I knew that she wasn't going to be home. I stayed a little late on Friday. I, by the time I realized I was working at my desk and I don't get a lot of quiet time to just sit in, in uninterrupted time. By the time I knew it, it was 630. And I was like, you know, man, I, I looked out looked out at the parking lot because my, my, park, my window, my office window looks out at the parking lot. I mean, there was nobody there. I'm like, man, this this kind of is uh, not cool, right? On a Friday to stay that late to not uh, do, you know, to, to to be able to work and and just get things done when you know everybody else is 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 kind of gone. And you know, I stay a little bit later than than people normally just to get, to be able to do things like that. I mean, there's people that leave right on time every single day. I mean, you see them, the clock strikes, uh, you know, the time to leave, and everyone's bailing out. And so you, you know, you see that all the time and, and you wonder, it's like, do you wind up doing that because you feel blah and you're just coming to work, punching the clock and, and wanting to go home and, and get out of there? I mean, I, I kind of understand that, you know, in a way. And, and at another way, I know that I have all these balls in the air and I got to do things and I got to get these things done. Right. So you get to this feeling where you just don't want to do anything. You just want to sit around and not do anything. You stress out from all the stuff that you have to do. And then it's this vicious cycle because it keeps adding up and, and, and add, adding up. And then, you know, maybe it is that you care too much. Maybe that's what it is. Like I mentioned those people before, maybe those people have a better grasp on things that, you know, they leave right at the time to leave and, and, and they go check out and, and they're done. Maybe you care too much. I, I've never wanted to be that person. It's just like, I just want to punch the clock and, and, and not care about what's going on. But taking that, you know, where you're, where you're living at work and, you know, you've got all the things that are going on there. We can get like that in preparedness. You can have preparedness blah too, right? Um, it's very, very easy to do that. And I've, I've heard from people throughout the years who have been in that, in that place before, because they, maybe it's, there's just so much doom 
that's going on. I mean, maybe there's just so many things that are happening in the world, so many things that they're thinking about. Um, you add your personal life, you add your work life, you add the things that are going on in the world, you, you roll all that up into one big ball and it's, you know, life can seem very, very stressful. And I think you need to be very careful about that. So there's only so much doom that you can handle. And right now, I got to tell you, we're in a place where there's a lot of stuff up in, you know, when we talk about balls in the air, things that are, you know, plates that are spinning, a lot of things in the geopolitical world that are going on that if you're not paying attention to, and most preppers are, you know, but if you're, if you're not paying attention to, maybe you don't realize it. But for those of us who are, you're like, man, there, there's a lot of things that are up there and, and could really cause some problems. So, you know, you get the blahs from too much doom. Then you get the blahs from, you know, reading the articles. You know, there's only so many EMP articles. There are only so many bug out bag articles. There are only so many YouTube videos and podcasts that you can listen to. And I know I'm shooting myself in the foot because I'm a podcaster, right? And I, some time to time, I write preparedness articles too and put it out there. But there's only so much of it that you can do. And a lot of it is rehashing from uh, article to article to article. I know that there's you know people that have closed their websites in the past. Uh, people who have stopped writing and maybe they stopped doing YouTube, uh, YouTube videos or even podcasts. It's because it's like, okay, what do I do next? What, I mean, I feel like I've covered, you know, bug out bags, you know, a thousand different ways. You know, we've talked about EMPs, 500 different ways. We've talked about food storage too, is like, you know, um, food storage out. You know, what do you, what do you go, you know, where do you go from here? And then sometimes, you know, that's where you, you got to get really creative or you have to go down the route where you get uh, really sensational and you start doing those different kinds of things to continue keeping people to read your articles or listen to your podcast or watch your videos and all those different kinds of things, you know, so it's really easy to get the blahs is like, where, where do I go next? And those of you on the, on the other side, right? Those who, that are listening to the podcast and reading the articles, reading the videos. Again, I said at the very beginning, if you've been in this space for a little while, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, there's a, a, a good member of the exclusive email group who kind of mentioned to mentioned about this before, you know, it's kind of like, it was just, it was just blah. It was just like looking at preparedness and it's like, you're kind of done. And the email group kind of brought things back to perspective and, and kind of life because you're, you're in, you know, you're, uh, talking with other people and you're sharing with other people and you're getting other people's ideas and, and interests. And so I really think that the exclusive email group is a really great support system where you can, you know, hear what other people are, are, are doing. And I have learned a lot from people, although I've been in the space for a long time, I've learned a lot from people out there just, you know, reading the emails that people have sent out. And so, you know, it's really easy to get the preparedness blahs uh, as well. I was reading comments on Reddit, you know, and so it's just one of those things, you know, people always talk about Reddit and I really haven't spent a lot of time on Reddit, but I wanted to go see what people were saying and then look at different interests. I wanted to see what kind of like, you know, world news there was there. Uh, I started looking at, you know, the, the prepper uh, groups that were there and then, uh, you know, some other things that, that kind of interested me to see what was there. And I was reading some of the comments from 
the prepper group said, I'm like, come on, man. Some of this stuff is just like way, way off. You know, where, where are people coming with this stuff from? And so that kind of added to my <laughs> blah a little bit too. It's like reading this. I'm like, no, no, no. What are you, where are you getting this from, man? And so, uh, you know, it's just, anyway, it, it kind of just all adds up. And the, re- the reality of it is, is you get to a place of preparedness when it becomes redundant, right? It becomes redundant. Uh, it is a lifestyle, but it shouldn't be your only thing. It shouldn't be the thing that you live for. It shouldn't be the thing that drives you because, again, it's very easy to get blawed out. I mean, I know that's not really a term, but you understand what I'm saying, right? It's like blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, you know, preparedness winds up becoming that. It's, it's got to be a lifestyle, but it can't be your only thing. It's got to be incorporated. So, so I was thinking about someone that I, that I knew that I went to school with and uh, you know kind of grew up with we we went to school for many years together and then later on you know we connected on facebook and things like that and and all of her posts were all about her kids i mean from the time that i knew uh, i i connected with her on facebook to you know now where her kids are grown they you know one of them has their their own kid right it's like it was all about her kids there was it was like nothing else like if you if you looked at her feed it was just, that was all it was. I love my kids and, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? But I guess you would have to see, you know, the, the kind of the post that I was talking about. And I, and I told her at one time, I said, you have to have something outside of your, your kids because one day they're going to grow up and they're going to leave the house and, and you're not going to have them anymore. And when you have spent your whole life that that is all that it's been, there's going to be, you're going to have a real emptiness inside when it comes down to it. You know, my wife and I, we, we know that as well. We know that, you know, we have kids and we know when, when they leave, there's got to be something else for us than just those kids. Because when, when they leave, um, it's, that's not, you know, life doesn't wind up ending. We don't want life to end there. We want to be able to enjoy life. And actually we had kids kind of early, not because we had to, but we had kids early. We got married early. And so, you know, we are still kind of uh, young to be able to enjoy life as they are older now. You know, be able, if we wanted to travel, if we wanted to spend money on 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 this one thing, where in the in the past when we had young kids, we wouldn't have spent that kind of money. You know, now now that's possible where we're at, and so focusing in on other things than just that one thing, and that happens with preparedness as well. There needs to be more in your life than just preparedness because if not you're going to get the blahs so this weekend i finally finished reading uh, the book by peter zion uh, the end of the world is just the beginning and i highly highly recommend that you read it or that you listen to it um if you if you like i mean if you're, you're listening to po- you know podcast i highly recommend you get the the audible book uh, he reads with a lot of voice um, he, there is a lot of, uh, you know, kind of like sarcasm in there. He's funny. Uh, and then, you know, when people read a book, they don't change, uh, I guess, you know, they're like, look at the pictures, you know, on page, you know, 45, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not like that. I mean, he's changed it for an, an audio audit audience, right? If that makes sense. And so, uh, you know, it was, a, it's a very long audible book. It's 16 hours plus. It took me a long time to get 
through it because my commute to work is, is very short. I've been talking about it. I, I know I kind of, I'm like, I'm the Peter Zion, uh, you know, fanboy or whatever. I just thought it was a really good book, you know, and one that, that interested me. And you talked a lot about geopolitics uh, and, and he does a lot of research. He does a lot of those different kinds of things. And the fact is, is that what he is saying is where, where we have been, right? It's never going to be as good as it has been for us. Those of us who experienced uh, the 2000s, you know, the 2010s, the 2020s, although the last couple of years have been really crazy, the, our best years are behind us. Right? That's pretty sad when you start thinking of something like that. He's like, it's downhill hill from here until we get to 2040 and things start really starting to turn around. And that's that's like when you when you think about that, like, what the heck? I mean, that's 20 years from now. Some of you that are listening to this, you know, maybe, maybe me, we're not going to be around. Uh, I don't think we're going to be around here spiritually. I think that I think things come to an end before then. But, you know, that's kind of where we're at. And uh, at least that's where his opinions are. And he uses a lot of research. He does say that the United States is in a better place than than most countries. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to experience pain. That doesn't mean that we're going to, you know, have issues uh, along the way. Things that we have never experienced before. Things that people have never had to deal with since, you know, uh, the Great Depression. Even, even things that they didn't have to deal with back then. So, you know, things are going to get crazier. So being prepared makes a whole lot of sense. And it's going to make a whole lot of sense more and more as we continue to move forward. But with the way things are going to go down in the near future, we need to know how to adjust how outside forces affect our responses. So we don't get the blahs or we don't live in fear. We don't live in apathy. We don't live in anger, right? Uh, you get you get online and you spend any amount of time online. It's really easy to find the angry people. And sometimes they may, if, if you agree with them and they're angry, they make a lot of sense. If they're, if they're on the other side, whatever you feel, you know, your political leanings or however your beliefs wind up is like, you know, they're on the other side. Well, they make a lot of sense to you if you're on that other side or they look like nut jobs, depending on, on how it is. So, you know, to, to get through moving forward and not being in fear, not being in apathy and not being in anger realizing that we have a circle of control of what we can control ourselves and and being able to manage that and that being part of of what we do and again not allowing preparedness or this preparedness thing that we do to be so engulfing that it takes us down that road and I'm very surprised, again, like some people online, I mean, some people are like the weekend warriors, you know, it's like, and I've talked about those people before, they're sitting in their parents' you know, basements, in their underwear, eating Cheetos, drinking Mountain Dew, you know, popping off at everybody that in, in the world. And if you met them face to face, you know, it, it would be, you just laugh, you know, like, is this the person that's, you know, trolling and causing so much trouble online? I mean, it's kind of a, kind of a joke. So it's like, you know, we've got to be careful of allowing preparedness to be so engulfing, but at the same time, continuing to pr- prepare, right? So we can't look at readiness 
as just a side project, just something that we do. Like I said, it has to be a lifestyle, but it, it needs to be incorporated into our lives. And, you know, it needs to be something that we, we wind up doing, you know, like something that is just part of like, you know, the way that you eat, you know, your diet and exercise and, and the way that you, you know, want to take care of yourself and be healthy and, you know, going to the dentist every, you know, twice a, a year to get your, uh, to get your teeth clean because your insurance pays for that. You know, it's like one of those things It's just like part of life where you just continue doing it. And it's, it's really important. So, you know, incorporating preparedness activities into your lifestyle, like camping, uh, you know, Jim Cobb, we've had him on the, um, uh, on the podcast before. And, uh, you know, if you might follow him on social media, he's always posting preparedness things and he's an author and all that good stuff, but he always talks about hiking or he hikes every single week weekend. And so he always posts pictures. He and his wife have been hiking every weekend for, I don't know, however long, you know, many, many years. And he always posts pictures of, of, of their hike and he, they try to go to different places. But I mean, I think that's, that's great. That, in, that in kind of incorporates that preparedness activity in, into your, in, in health and, you know, getting outdoors and clearing your mind and all those different kinds of things uh, all at once. Now, some people love to camp. I actually love to camp myself. You know, we, I loved it when I was in Boy Scouts and we would go out and, and we've done it as adults before. Um, it's kind of hard when you are a pastor to be able to camp like that. But, uh, you, know, it, you know, on the weekends or whatever. But I love camping. I love being able to do that. Um, some of you love hunting and love fishing and you love doing that and incorporating that into your, into your life. And that's something that you do and you relax and you, you, you love doing that. Not only does it, you know, it brings a little bit of meat to the table. Um, and not just these kind of outdoor sports kind of things, but side hustles. Having a side hustle incorporates preparedness activities into your life because you are adding to your finances. And I've talked about this a lot in the past, and I think this is going to be more and more relevant. And I think everybody should have a side hustle right now because whatever little money you can bring in to add to your personal income, I think it's going to be important, especially as we talk about moving forward in this in this future you know, that, that is coming. You know, I know that I need when we talk about like incorporating preparedness into your life, I know that I have a need to be and this kind of might sound kind of crazy to some people uh, to be creative. Right. And so um, there was there was a, a, a time when, you know, you just you start getting ideas and they start popping up. And I've learned, uh, I've you know started using like a task manager to do this, you know, on my phone. So when I get an idea, I'm not just kind of trying to keep it in my mind. Maybe I'll, I'll talk about that in the future. Um, another book that I that I read, I thought that was really great. But um, not keeping things in your mind, but writing them down, having them you know in a place where you can go and refer to, because then that kind of frees up your space. You're not always trying to hold that thought. And so I feel like, you know, part of my outlet and the things that I need to do is to be creative in one way or another. And so I found that in writing articles, in doing videos, in uh, doing the podcast, but I, it's, I can incorporate preparedness into that. 
I could very easily do those different kinds of things in, you know, in education. I can do those types of things, you know, in, uh, you know, in, in religion or church or spiritual life. Right. And I do, I mean, I do the church and, and, and have the church website and different things like that. And even convert the, the church, uh, the sermon that I do every Sunday, I convert that to a podcast and, and put that up and another free program but that one, not free, one that I purchased like a lifetime subscription to, and that one has worked perfectly, right? I've never had any issues with that one. Actually, they're always uh, improving the product. And so, you know, that was a really, really great buy. You know, it's kind of one of those things that you do. But I, I get fulfilled in my creative need itch, I guess, if you, say, you know, lack, for, lack of a better term, in doing that. Um, that's one reason why I still do the Saturday prep. You know, um, I don't, I don't do the Saturday prep because I'm trying to make a whole lot of money or I'm trying to market to people or anything like that. I mean, I do drop things in there, but that's not my goal. If I if I was marketing to people, I would be doing things a whole lot different. And then another reason why I do the top preparedness articles is I, you know, I want to be able to provide those top preparedness articles is basically the same kind of thing that I did with Prepper website. I'm just doing it in an email newsletter. And so, um, I, you know, I was doing that ahead of time for people who are, were busy and wouldn't go to Prepper website every single, every single day. And so, you know, it's something that I continued and I feel that, that itch, that creative itch is, is there, gets, gets, uh, met, and so whatever that you have in your life to be able to, to do that, I think that's important. So, you know, as we move forward into this crazy world that we're going to be in, and those of you who are feeling blah, it's, you know, we need to, we need to make sure that, well, you're going to be in that space anyway, right? You're going to feel blah, you're going to get there. But being able to be reflective of that and knowing, okay, I feel blah, or I feel like unmotivated. I feel, you know, we can have those nights. We can have those days. We don't want to stay there for, you know, days and weeks and months. That that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a good a good thing. So we need to learn how to enjoy life as best we can in the future that we're experiencing right now, or the days that we're experiencing. So if you can, if you can't afford it. You know, grill something, you know, make, make a great steak, you know, grill some chicken, grill some hot dogs, you know, um, you know, have a time outside where you're enjoying that sit outside, enjoy the stars at night. If that's something that, uh, if you're not living in Houston during the summertime and you go, you go outside and the temperature in the evening time when the stars are out still 89 degrees, right? So, uh, you know, when, when the temperature drops a little bit, go outside and enjoy the stars, you know, maybe drink a good glass of wine. If you, uh, if, if that's something that is, uh, something that you wanted, you, you do, uh, go out, go out to eat at a nice restaurant, um, go outside and enjoy the coffee on, uh, you know, the back patio. Actually, that's that's something that my uh, my past supervisor who who retired and I, and I took her position, uh, and that's why this she always like things are crazy, and so I exactly know what she means. But now she's retired, and so she can get up whenever she wants to get up, and you know, she you still get up at the same time usually because you know your body is used to that. And she says, you know, she I, she loves to go outside and drink her coffee on the back patio as the dogs are running around and she's in, you know, the sun is coming up and uh, the birds are starting to chirp and it's still nice and cool, you know, here in Houston. And uh, she enjoys that. That's one of the things that she 
didn't not did not get to do when she was working, and now she gets to enjoy that. And uh, she she you know she she talks about that all the time, you know. And so we need to enjoy life. Throw a dinner party for friends, you know. Invite them over and and just sit and talk and and have some good food and 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 good conversation. Those different kinds of things. You know, I think one of the most important things as we try to manage the blahs in our life is consistency is very, very important. And so let me let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. And so this is going to be an example from my devotional life. So just, you know, those of you who are not uh, spiritual, just just hang tight, but get get what I'm talking about here. So long time ago, I really felt the Lord was waking me up to do devotions early in the morning, right? Before, before that, I would do devotions whenever, you know, whenever I could, you know, I would fit it in. And, and all of us know that if you don't schedule some time, you're never going to do that. So uh, I really felt the Lord was saying, hey, get up at this time. So I get up early where, where people might get up early to go exercise physically. I exercise spiritually. And so I get up and I pray and I read my Bible every single every single day, and and I have been very consistent with that. Even in the times where you go and you don't feel very spiritual, it's like okay, I I I, I prayed, I, I I did my praying, I, I did I read the Bible, I read what I was supposed to read. And I didn't really get any. I don't feel like I got anything out of it. I really didn't feel like you know, uh, you know, like I connected with God, right? I, I don't have this this great devotional moment. But then, because and a lot of people, if they didn't, it was like, okay, I'm going to stop because something's wrong, something's not working. But I, I stayed consistent with that. And there are times where, oh my gosh, I I just like you know, the Lord just was really you know blew my world up. I mean, it was like so awesome. It was a great moment. I really felt like, you know, the Lord was dropping something in my in my spirit. And so being consistent is that important because you might you show up and it might not always happen, but when it does, it's 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 perfect. It's awesome. It it's great. And so consistency in anything that we do whether that is writing, you know, like if, if you're doing videos, that's why the, the people that have the very big channels on YouTube, they're putting out a video every single day or they are consistent every Monday or Tuesday. Sometimes people even have that in their banner. It's like, hey, new videos every Tuesday, right? And so you're very consistent with that. So people know how to connect and people know how to how to, how to do that. And so being consistent in, in dieting, being consistent with your health. I mean, if you brushed your teeth inconsistently, you know, what would that look like? You know, no one would want to be around you, you know, and you wouldn't want to smile and all that kind of stuff after a while. But it's the, you know, doing it every single day when you're, you're taking care of your teeth. That's where the true benefits come from. And so I, I think that is one of the most important things that we can do. In order to fight the blahs, the blahs are going to come, but we, when we stay consistent and we're, we stay consistent in what we're doing, you know, preparedness is not all we do. We have a life, you know, we, we, we enjoy life. We do what we need to do. We incorporate preparedness into our, into our lives. I think that is uh, the recipe for 
winning, right? That's the recipe for getting through and and experiencing the positive aspects of what preparedness is is going to have for us and bring for us. So again, let's just just a real quick recap of of what I've talked about is it's really easy to live in the blahs if you're not careful, right? And even preparedness, we can get preparedness blahs as well. There's only so many EMP uh, articles and videos, so many bug out. I mean, because like you, you re, it's like you've been in the space for a while. There's this the same thing, just rehashed, maybe written a little bit differently. We're gonna experience craziness in this world, and so we need to make sure that we don't live in fear and apathy and anger, but we realize that there is a circle of control that we can manage ourselves, you know, and so preparedness needs to be incorporated into our lives, whatever that means, whatever that looks like for you, for every single one of us, it's going to be different, but incorporate that into your life while you enjoy life and while you stay consistent in all of it, right? In all of it. Listen, the blahs are going to come, but you can manage them and you determine if you, if you live in the blahs or if they're just a little road bump along the, the road. All right, guys, let me end with this. Like I mentioned earlier, if you enjoy listening to podcasts, you're going to enjoy listening to audiobooks. Now, I use Audible as my app and audio store of choice. If you don't have Audible, you can join for 30 days. Now, listen, if you are listening to this podcast on the day after I release it and my website is not up, like I mentioned before, you're not going to be able to go to audiopreps.com because audiopreps.com sends you to a page on my website where you can get information on on how to do this, right? How to connect with Amazon and and become a member. And I also have links to different books that, that I highly recommend, like The End of the World is Just the Beginning. But if you're listening to this afterwards, you know, you should be okay. You know, go to audiopreps.com and you will you will do that. When you go to Amazon and, and Amazon the Audible thing, right? If you don't have that, you get two free audiobooks. And uh, when you sign up, you get to you get to keep those even if you don't keep Audible. So I think it's well, well worth it. All right, guys, that's it for episode 755. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Make sure you click the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Readiness Goodness. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list if you haven't. When you do, I'm going to send you a free PDF on 25 handpicked preparedness articles that you should read. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next time, live with no regrets and stay prepped and aware. Peace.